Hi everyone, this is Jesse Backstrom. We're back with another Wizard Opinions, uh, and this week we're talking about yoga. In our last episode, we decided to talk to experience what we could experience of yoga. I think specifically DDP yoga. Yeah. And then which come is... back and talk about it this week. With me is Kyle Mathis. That's me. And Alex May. <laughs> Namaste. That rhymes. <laughs> That's tough, though. That's tough. Guys. So I think I think this was Kyle's suggestion. So I'm gonna let him take the lead on it. Kyle, what? Is this tell because us about, I have a mullet? <laughs> tell us about yoga. Uh, yoga is a form of art. No dancing. Nope, already blew it. Uh, hang on. Well, I don't even look. What is the definition of yoga? Because the yoga I've done is not probably the right yoga. Webster's I've done the Dictionary yoga. defines yoga as some yeah. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Urban Dictionary. No, yoga is a group of physical, mental, and spiritual practices or disciplines which originated in ancient India. Correct. It's a, it, is a, it is a mainstream way to work out if you're a woman, but sometimes men do it too. So, uh, so yoga, yoga is something that, that uh, for me personally is something that I've done in the past, but, uh, but I, I've, I could say that I've never been to like a yoga class. So take, take my experience with a grain of salt. So you, I've do, only, you do private yoga. I've only ever done private yoga based on, uh, videos or programs or, or, or things like that. Uh, so some more legitimate than others. Um, what, uh, private... what, what program do you think was the one that got you kicked off? Where'd you get started? So, um, oh man, I would have rem- a lot of programs. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of things and then they like that. Don't all right. Hang on. Let's see. Um, uh, there was a yoga guy and his name was Billy Zane. Yeah, it was Billy Zane yoga. It's, it's a, it's a big thing. <sighs> Billy Bob Thornton. Oh boy. This is, I, I don't, I'm not going to be able to find him cause this was years back. I'm actually trying right, to think of the Tybo guy. What's his name? But Billy. He, it, it wasn't a Taibo guy. It was actually an Asian guy. And he, but he did yoga in such a way that was too much for me because I'm kind of shaped like a giraffe. Like if you, if you're like listening to this and you want to picture like my body mm. type or you want to picture mm. me naked, just Google a picture of Every the day. Grinch. Okay. So if you think of the Grinch, you think, all right, right. He's got a pop belly and he's got little straight legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my body type. And so when you start thinking about the Grinch doing yoga, things get weird really quickly. A so sitting on top of a shaped body, but with long, long stringy uh, attachments in between. Yeah, right. some, yeah. Pipe, some pipe cleaners <laughs> attached. Yeah. yeah. So the first time I ever did any, any kind of yoga or, or tried it, it was a complete failure because it was something that was very advanced. You started off too hard. I started off too hard. I mean, the thing for me in overall fitness that worked was um, was actually like weightlifting and like we'll call it light bodybuilding. Like going into pro- programs like that was something that helped develop my body to become a little bit more athletic and, and lose some of the Grinch type shape. Um, but from there, uh, I was able to implement yoga in such a way that it would kind of help counterbalance that. Right. Um, and, and we'll can, come back to this. I personally find yoga to be one, uh, like even beginner type yoga, to be one of the most difficult types of exercises for me. And, and truly, like I can lift weights for an hour straight, no problem, uh-huh. especially if they're small weights. But yoga, like 10, 15 minutes of yoga, I'm burned out. So, so we'll, we'll with, come back uh, to that. So it's interesting. With, I find it interesting uh, that you, who I do consider to be more athletic than I, 
Like, yes, I, I guess you just started off with too high a level yoga. Yeah, I did. And I would say that I probably I, I would say I'm probably start out with hot yoga. You needed more of like a milk <laughs> toast yoga. I would imagine that I would probably be I would probably do fine in, in an intermediate yoga class. A right room now. temperature yoga. Yes, a room temperature yoga. There are some things that I cannot do um, that require a little bit more flexibility. I mean, yoga is a lot of flexibility, yes? Yes. Um, so there are some advanced that's techniques. That's where my that difficulties come in. Flexibility and I, not And that's not the thing. Partners. Uh, yeah, and that, that'll, be a, that'll be a selling point. Not that I'm trying to sell DDP yoga or anything, but that is a large part of why DDP yoga, or he calls it now DDPY, is um, probably picked up steam and gotten popularity because of its... Uh, now, its Alex, music. can you look up DDPY on Urban Dictionary? <laughs> That's my favorite move. So, Kyle, did you do... You did do... Um, did you do P90X yoga before you did DDP yoga? Yeah, yeah, but that was years back. So, uh, you know... P90- did you ever, did you ever yeah. really love it when the guy, he would... I've only done it a couple times. But I know it hasn't changed much in the in, in in the years past. When the guy from the P90X yoga stuff or P90X everything, he would say, "I hate it, but I love it." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Tony Horton, okay, Tony Ed Horton. Horton. Mm-hmm. Tony Horton was very difficult to work out with in the P- P90X world, and Our here's why. And that's here's terrible the- yoga. That's like the that's so long and <laughs> that hard was to two hours. That yeah. was. Th- this is the Ever. first yoga I tried was the P90X yoga, and I think that's why I burned out on it real fast. Because <laughs> it was very difficult. It's 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 too much of a session, right? Like you're you're not. I think you get to a point where like you lose the benefit of the actual exercise if it if it goes that long. Like like what are you doing? I mean, um, especially like when he, you leave with a thoracic injury, which is what <laughs> happened to me, and I had to stop P90X for three weeks yeah. because of yoga. Well, and you would think you couldn't get injuries from yoga, but that's like definitely not true. You can overdo it. But P90X was broken up into two sections of yoga. It was a very active and cardio-based <laughs> yoga where it was like movements into those positions in and out very quickly to be like more cardio-focused. And then the back half hour was more about stretching and doing a little bit of more of the different poses. The struggle I always had with DD, with uh, not DDP yoga, struggle I always had with Tony Horton, uh, like any kind of workouts or anything like that, though, is he is Michael Scott. Like he is Michael Scott the character, and if he kind of is. Think, I hadn't thought of that before. No, he is. And so <coughs> as soon as I would start doing it, I just would watch it, and I'm like, I'm I'm working out. I would rather be working out with Steve Carell's version of Michael Scott because that is what <laughs> this is what's happening. So, uh, and that's I mean, yeah, but like exactly what you were saying, Alex was like, I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> I'm sure Michael Scott said that at some point, uh, but it was it was always awkward. It was always German potato soup. You know, he would yeah, make that guy, comments. Yeah. His, it was his warm-ups were exactly the same, probably because we were watching a video, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I did that, but probably the most consistent and probably best kind of results is not the right right mindset, I would say, but probably reward. the best. Let's say reward. Let's say reward and best experience with yoga that I've had personally would probably be DDP yoga. Uh, or that's ddp yoga is what i i chose to do beginner ddp yoga in preparation for for this week's talk so Uh i have done a couple sessions of ddp yoga and what was your did you feel like you could achieve it or did Um, you i felt like it was more achievable to than the p90x for sure and we'll get back to mine but i want to know alex what has been your yoga interaction for the week on wednesday i went for the first time in, I think, three months. I, I ate kale. To, 
<laughs> I went, no, I went to uh, the hot yoga class on Wednesday night. All right. Um, see, that's, that's, see, I feel like you're already like more advanced than me going to an actual class. No, here's the great thing about this. About yeah, this me and Kyle are class. like, I checked a book out from the library. Alex is like, I got a PhD. Yeah, exactly. No, the hot yoga class is excellent because it is like, it's not just so hardcore and going at it with like, you know, like, do this, do this, touch your foot to the back of your head, and then blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you can't, then they start saying things that you don't know what they mean, So you, but you're upside down and backwards, and so you have to try to look at the instructor at the same time. Shove like, your foot into your like, own mouth until you're chewing on your knee. Yeah, it's like, it, it, it's nothing like that. The It's this uh, Barkin-style hot yoga, and they, you know, it's it was cold that night, and but it really only got up to, like, Nine ninety five degrees in the in the room probably so it's hot as crap but it's not like just unbearable. What what, what is why yeah what why is hot, hot yoga? Why, What's the why, variation why is, of hot yoga? Do you physically heat up the room? Is that part of it? I don't. Is it like a sauna but you're moving? I don't understand. Never yeah, understood hot yoga. You you so you start or do they just sweating. play Shakira? You start sweating and you are it's like getting your uh, heart rate up. Yes. And it's, it's, it's like another element of slight discomfort that you're trying to surpass and get over, you know? And so it is like, if you can just zone out and, and, and get yourself in the zone during that hot yoga session, it, like, as soon as you go to the, to the last 10 minutes or whatever where they turn the heaters off and all the lights are off and you're laying on your back and you do these like breathing exercises you just immediately want to fall asleep and pass out and it's like you have this euphoria. it's just like so 30 to 40 people in a room basically simultaneous orgasm that's yes it. Oh my God! I'm serious though. It's like you feel so good when you're did, done with. The, is this like the kind of stuff they did at Auschwitz or whatever? I don't. That's this sounds like torture. One of those sweat tents, like in the uh, uh, where, where they uh, they you're you're like walking on hot coals and breaking arrows with the front of your neck, and you're trying like Tony Robbins is in there. And, <laughs> you can do this. This is you. Just chomping his teeth you. in your face. <laughs> But it's really awesome, though. It really is like a, uh, oh, yeah. it's like a, it's like a way of getting your heart rate up and making it more, um, it's like make makes it more mental, but also makes it more physical in a way. Um, yeah. I definitely know it, what you're feeling because that's that's how I feel like when I run on a treadmill and it automatically goes into the like 15 minute cool down after an hour. That is like, it's I I absolutely hate running. I'm not built for any sort of cardio at all but like when and i'm miserable i want to die but when that 15 minute cooldown hits and it's like i start to come down a little bit but then when i like the first minute of the cooldown is miserable because it feels like my heart's just gonna stop but then like something the endorphins kick in i don't know something hits and you just hit this groove and you kind of your body settles in and it's like it's like you've just been skydiving and you finally landed. It's like this, just this nice little bring down. It's yeah. so cool because like this class is. It's like someone showed up to talk you through the bad trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, but we. But the cool thing about this class also is that it's this. Um, 
Yeah, it's called Barkin Method for anybody who wants to look that up. But uh, and I don't know how that how that's spelled. But um, we're getting a dog website. You Barking Method? No, I'm kidding. Okay. You uh, it, it's literally the same. It's just um, downward dog for an hour, <laughs> yelping at each other. That's it. The barking method. He got so mad he left. Oh, did we lose him? I'm here. He's back. He's back. Okay. I thought we made you too mad making fun of your barking. I got an amber alert about a child abduction in the area. Was it yours? Oh, God. So this was a... um, This terrible. This barking method is like, this class is, I I guess it's, I think it's 75 minute long class. Mm. And um, the... uh, the, the literal pattern of movements that you go through and the flow of everything that you do in the class, every single time you go is 95% the same. And so I know yeah. what she's going to be moving into. I know just when the worst part is coming up. I know like all of it by now. Yeah. <clears throat> and you would think that it would make you get complacent with it or whatever. And it would if it was like weight training, but because it's yoga and you start out sucking so bad, you know, after you've done it 20 times, you suck a little bit less and you can just, it's not that you get used to it or, or anything like that. It's that you do it a little bit better. And then you're like, you know, you can always do the positions and the movements and whatever with a little bit more correct form. And, um, right. like I said, this was like my first time in three months to go and gosh, I really, really blew out my hamstrings. <laughs> I can yeah. hardly stand up all the way straight for like, up, up until like Ooh. today, Ooh. literally. <laughs> Yoga uh, seems um, like the most rewarding probably physical activity I've ever done, like on, on like a short term like mm. that where you get feel like you get better. <laughs> You know, like uh, like every time you do it, you get a little bit better, a little bit better. You feel like I can hold this move or push this through. And I don't probably, think that's too different easier. from weight training either, because in my experience, weight training, you're basically doing the exact same movements except adding weight whenever it stops hurting. Adding weight, yeah, you're right. But, you know, you also want to be like mixing it up. Like you want to not be doing the same exact routine all the time, you know, like, oh, you got to do legs on this day and then arms right. on this day. But there's like a weekly routine that's generally the same. Yeah, and then but like, I guess the it's the same, but it, in a in a way, the, the difference with the yoga thing is like, this is Wednesdays, and it is almost always exactly the same <laughs> with everything. Right. And so, I mean, and I, technically based on my membership, I could go a lot to a lot of other sessions, but I, I don't have, I, I can't make myself go like right. across to a yoga class three times a week. Yeah. So. Um, it's, it's interesting that, that they actually turn up the heat and everything. And I guess I either assumed that or knew that, but, um, and I, I guess that makes sense that that's kind of a fad because of all the studies that have come out over the past few years about uh, longevity in your life mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and submitting yourself to different extreme temperatures. Yeah. You know, that's why, like, cryotherapy is a thing now. Uh-huh. Like, people get in the cold tanks, and supposedly that just activates different hormones and, and yeah, chemicals dude. in your body to, like, help with longevity and recovery. And so I think well, that's that has to play a part with the hot yoga, right? I mean... Um, yeah, well, uh, saunas, saunas, like, regular sauna use of, like, 15 minutes at a time, a uh, couple times a week of, 
you know, over some, over some baseline or a threshold body or a threshold temperature in relation to your body temperature or whatever is related to some sort of study from like some Scandinavian study or something, but it, it was like related to 45% decrease in overall mortality. Like oh. overall. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, this is why they out. freeze Tom Brady in liquid nitrogen after every game. They just thaw him out for the next one. <laughs> Dude, I mean, they probably they probably do. See, that whole Dude, season, they, that was just really just one long month for Tom Brady. He was just like the ice man. Like, he doesn't have downtime. They just put him in and freeze him. No, I was just going to say, uh, Kyle, what what has been your experience with DDP yoga? Because uh, that that is what I did this time to try to get into it, and I definitely found it better than P90X, but I'm gonna I'm gonna need a block of time to talk to to talk about my yoga experience. So I want to get your input on DDP yeah. yoga before I start. Sure, sure. Yeah. So DDP yoga, like when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this is a scam for sure. Who, who uh, is DDP? Diamond Dallas Page, the WCW WWE All Star wrestler. Yeah, he's wrestler extraordinaire. And honestly, probably like to me personally, one of the more Probably one of the more inspiring stories, just if you just think of uh, just basically someone going into a career, um, if you've ever heard his story or haven't, I know wrestling is really super dumb, but um, if you've never heard, like if you're listening, if you never heard uh, DDP's um, story about how he got started and, and kind of his experience, it's extremely inspirational. So it makes no surprise, it's no surprise that his his thing now is to inspire people to do a very easy baseline thing to kind of pick up new habits and get and just to get moving. And I think that's really his mantra. Um, I'm not going to go into his full story here, but he essentially didn't start wrestling until he was like in his mid-30s. Um, and if anyone out there is in their mid thirties, they know like that's the worst time to, to start a physical career. Yeah. Um, and he became like a freaking all-star and he was always one of my favorites growing up, even though he's the trashiest man of all time. He's also one of the few wrestlers (laughs) where when you, when you dig into his like history, there's very few extremely embarrassing or extremely like just morally repugnant stories in his background. He's just, he's just a, a, a kind of. Rad dude who dude. decided to inspire people. Yeah, and uh, so I appreciate that. He's he's a simple guy, a rad dude, and uh, he might be a jerk, like in real life in his personal relationships. But he he seems like an all well, like all around, just well rounded dude. Um, and he wore a leather vest with like fringe on it, and he yes. did the diamond cutter. And he was <laughs> did the awesome. diamond cutter. It was amazing. I remember oh, him. Awesome. I remember when him and Goldberg fought. Uh, that oh, was like that the, was huge. That was huge. Uh, they were like probably in seventh grade then or whatever. That was an incredible pay-per-view. Um, but um, <laughs> you paid for that. Tore his head clean I off. I it was that. amazing. I went, like, I went to like a youth event. Who's someone else? You went to Applebee's and watched it at the bar. Uh, yes, yeah, so when I was 13. And then we jumped on the trampoline outside to the Applebee's. At, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so DDP yoga, I, I guess it, I, I don't know exactly when he started doing this, but now like if you if you were going to look up DDP yoga, I think it's now called DDPY. He now surfaces it surfaces it mostly through an app that he built. Like he got some right. There are there are some older videos and like beginner material on YouTube though, which is what I use. Yes. And wait, D- wait, wait, wait. Real quick, the inspirational video of that dude who was walking with the dual canes. Yes. Who was totally crippled like he was a, a vet of some uh re- in some regard and yes. he had back injuries and his video like the montage of him turning his life around 
dude. Yeah, I, I think don't at care. the end of it, it shows him doing a headstand. Yes, I that 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 will make you want to cry. I don't care what you think about yoga or anything. That yeah. is a right. freaking amazing video. Yeah, it really I, I love that. I love that. And uh, he uh, yeah, he takes that guy with him everywhere. Like he actually went on Shark Tank. I think DDP it did um at first and, and brought Arthur and showed him that whole thing. And they were I think they said no to him. Actually, no one invested in him. Um, but uh, but he runs. I know, right? But uh, but anyway, like now, like so, Jesse, you've probably done like the he has the DDP one, much like PNEX had PNEX one and two, and hell, there's all sorts of PNEX things now, probably like a PNEX Express. His formula is almost exactly the same as far as um, his cheesiness and in a room, <laughs> like in this weird warehouse, yeah, uh, working out. But he, DDP one, like the first version, I've done a little bit of both. The first ones are really rough, like. The second versions, he's just much more clear about uh, kind of talking you through the movements. It's much more clear about um, going into very. It's it's just a better flow. It's a better experience. The videos that are on his app, um, and he probably sells those DVDs as well. But um, rather than those first ones, well, um, I think he, there is some stuff on YouTube that is more recent that is like yeah. an advertisement for his app. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, that's um, that's good. You you did you did and, the and the I will say stuff. compared to P90X again, the guy it was not Diamond Dallas Page leading the one I looked at, but yeah. um, I feel like the instructor who was there was much more like sincere and relatable than the P90X guy. There was not a lot of yeah. false positivity or or like yes. you know, yeah. uh, kitten poster promotional type talk. It was a lot of like. This is what I'm going to do. This is what you can do. Let's do this together. And that kind of stuff, which uh-huh. uh, I enjoy. Yeah, P- PNX, cool. yeah P- PNX was more of like a, a, a like, you're going to live or die. Like, we got to, like, you know, you got to be all in. It's like a six-day-a-week thing. Yeah, it's a really serious thing. And for, for weightlifting, I actually really enjoyed P- P90X, I yeah. have to say. Yeah, for, for I all mean, around, you hate it, but you love it. You hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Jesse. Jesse's oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, but DDP his his market or his his whole goal and actually like I'm tempted if I'm ever in Atlanta I'm probably gonna go out there to his gym or whatever and see what the heck's going on, but um but his his whole thing is about he targets the people that would never do it right like if right. I were gonna mm-hmm. I would never tell my parents to do P90X or anything like that it's just like setting up for failure it's something that is never gonna work it's gonna injure them more than anything DDP yoga is accessible to like kids. Old people, and that's like the reason, like the the, the military vet, the the Arthur guy you're talking about that he uses. Um, anyone in almost any space can get up and do this, and it's it might be really hard. There, for them. There's almost like a version of it. Have you ever seen the PBS like workout in a chair lady? The lady uh, who the like physical therapy oh, lady yeah, yeah. who's oh, like, we're gonna do exercise. These are yeah, exercises yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do while sitting in a chair, and it's designed for yeah. old people. And she's like stretching her face and stuff. But, yes. <laughs> uh, there, there's almost a level of yoga that's down at that level. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah, this is definitely like he. He definitely talks a lot about you know I had terrible back injuries, like they wanted to do surgery on me, and uh, you know I I messed up my back several times, and I started to implement yoga into my life, and it started to help. And so then I tried to like turn this into kind of my own thing, macho it up a little bit, make it a little bit more physical and not just about stretching and holding the poses like he, he basically took kind of the 
the peace out of it yeah. in such a way and hyped it up a bit. Um, and he said, like, you know, he uses those movements to just get you moving, but these are very healthy poses. Like, if you have bad back, bad knees, bad arms, bad wrists, whatever, these are designed to allow you to work out and have you know, a good balance and resistance um, without re-injuring or putting too much pressure. Whereas P90X, if you come out with a bad back, I'm sorry, but you're screwed, especially when it comes to the plyometric today. Like, that is one of the most intense workouts you can do. Um, so that's why it's not accessible. With the DDP stuff, I think that really he should just come out and say, hey, if it works for Jake the Snake, it'll work. <laughs> for real. And yeah. everybody would sign up for it. But yeah. also, um, I will say on P90X, I always replaced the plyometrics day with the second yoga day because the yoga was so difficult for me. It might as well be plyometrics. Dude, plyometrics. I think it hurts. Some, something about me. holding poses and things is so difficult for me. So yeah. when I came to this and I did the DDP thing, I went and I did the beginners and uh, I did a few different sessions of it. And like I said, I like that he has the variations, the, yeah. okay, here's what I'm going to do. But, uh, you know, if you feel comfortable doing this, that's okay. But here's a way I'm going to change it so that you can do it if you're, you know, maybe not as flexible or just not as athletic. Yes. Uh, so I went ahead and uh, the first time oh, I used the uh, I used the alterations to make it easier uh, my first time through it. And I thought, wow, that was really easy, like maybe a little too easy. I, I was, you know, felt a little stretched out, but not I hadn't fe didn't really feel like I had worked out, you know. So I said, I'm going to do the real thing next time. Uh -huh. So a couple days later, uh, I went back to doing DDP and I will say. Uh, another thing I like about yoga, and you can do this with yoga, you can do this with sipping a cup of coffee, you can do this with almost everything, but um, it is very good to have some blocked out time at different yes. points during the week to like just have something very uh, mindless, where yeah. whether it's meditation, whether it's yoga, whether it's uh, you know music, if you're a musician and, and that's something you can do mindlessly, just block out time just to kind of be at peace and collect your thoughts. And I think that's extremely healthy. And I think it's difficult for me to meditate because my mind just runs away from me. But having something like yoga, it like grabs the ADD part of my brain and pulls it away to focus on the yoga thing. So I can kind of be at peace for a little while. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to mention that because I really appreciate it. So the second time I came back to DDP yoga, I did it without the modifications and now I'm just going to read to you the document that that generated. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. 33-year-old male arrived at our clinic after experiencing three days of severe lower back pain. The pain developed after a, per <clears throat> well, after a period of exercise. Any movement of his back aggravated the pain, especially extension and right rotation. The pain limited his daily activities. He received NSAIDs and paracetamol from the emergency and orthopedic departments, but they did not improve the pain. He was otherwise healthy. On physical examination, the lumbar rotation was reduced approximately 15 degrees bilaterally. Extension was restricted by 10 degrees and reliably reproduced his pain. There were spasms in the paraspinous muscles and point tenderness to firm palpitation between the L3 and L4 lumbar discs. The patient was diagnosed with acute lumbar strain. We performed manual therapeutic modality and administered mild muscle relaxers. Lumbar rotation was improved to 25 degrees bilaterally and extension improved to 30 degrees in the short term. Patient is scheduled for a follow-up two weeks after completing the treatment schedule. The end. 
Is that your back? I don't understand. That is my back <laughs> after okay. doing a downward dog with leg Wait, extension in the beginner that, session of DDP yoga. So, so paracetamol is the European uh, name for Tylenol. Yeah, they know. give you NSAIDs, which is ibuprofen. Yeah, NSAIDs. Uh, the, it was not ibuprofen. It was a different NSAID. Oh, gotcha. Um, it was not okay, aspirin. So... It was not ibuprofen. I forgot the other one. It was a shot. Paracetamol, saying... the European name, is the is literally the name they only use in Europe for, for acetaminophen. <laughs> I didn't write it. So you're saying you got injured from doing DDP yoga? I did. Wow! I just basically I basically uh, strained muscles in my lumbar region. Crazy. Well, this is, this yeah, is just I, what it said on my uh, Austin Regional. I, I, I can believe it because I I went. Did, Did we, we lose Alex him? again? Hey, what's up, buddy? Oh, Alex. I see your little light blinking, but I can't hear you, buddy. Come on, Alex, <laughs> you can do it. So you, um, so Jesse, you. Did like a, a like a day two of DDP yoga? You did downward dog and like some, did something like snap or something. Yeah, I did what? a downward dog. It was where you do a downward dog and then there is a like you take one leg and lift it oh, up yeah. to be straight uh, with your back. And it was that rotational, like just like something went wrong in my lower back. And that was it. I have I I do not have a very muscular lower back. So yes, then that let me tell you, DDP yoga is like all lower back exercises. Yeah, it, it, seemed, all... it seemed pretty heavy. It is all lower back. That really sucks. Um, did they, were they like, hey, you should never do this again, or? No, they were just like, yeah, here's a couple of muscle, rel- I like instantly, I felt better after a couple of days, but they were like, here's a couple of muscle relaxers and some, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was a, uh, it was like an anti-inflammatory that's not ibuprofen. They gave it to me in a shot, and I felt better in like instantly, but then actually felt better in a couple of days. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. My my experience with DDP yoga, uh, c- potentially I, I don't want to I want to claim that it did mess up my back, but I think maybe it did, and I'll I'll explain why. But um, DDP yoga I did consistently like the plan pretty much by the book at an intermediate level for two months. Um, you know, that, like I wasn't really doing it for like weight loss. I was trying to like blend it in with some like light weightlifting. Um, I was just trying to do something kind of consistent. It felt very easy, very natural to me. Um, and so like I said, I, I kind of did it. I would say that as I was doing it, I felt, uh, super motivated. I felt like I was, uh, my diet was fine. Um, you know, those are separate things, but it, it helped with flexibility. It helped with energy levels, I think, throughout the day. And I would definitely say that I, I think I slept better then than I do now. Um, but that I think that was that could be potentially tied to other things, such as like I've kind of increased my, my caffeine um, levels and things since then. But I will say at the end of at the end of two months, um, it starts to get more advanced where you where he has you put uh, basically like your legs in the air and you're sitting on your 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 sit bones and, and your float. Temple. You stick your legs in yes. the air with no part of your body touching the potty touching the yes. ground, and you just yes. float. And that is when, if you can do it, which I was able to do it a decent bit, you feel pretty awesome. You're like, wow, my core is right. It's amazing right now that I can even do this. This is insane. But I think after doing that, it, it caused some problems that gave me a lot of pain and like throughout my back and, and radiated to the, my front right. And so I was like, oh man, maybe I, I could have an appendix problem or something. But I just had some 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 common radiating pain there. The yeah. only reason I don't want to blame DDP Yoga on that, though, is because I was doing a spoof video to my brother-in-law, and I fell on a gr- I fell on the ground on purpose, and I think I might have injured my back there. <laughs> so, 
Uh, I don't know. It's probably because I fell down really well, hard. I, so. I'm obviously not going to blame this on DDP yoga. I uh, blame A, my terrible body, and B, me probably not following the instructions correctly. Yeah. But I, I feel like the thing that makes yoga so difficult for me is... So I've, I've been trying to get myself back into hockey shape. So I've actually been working out kind of the past uh, yeah. month and a half. Okay. And... Um, but again, a lot of that is weight training and and running, cardio. So I feel like the reason I always have difficult difficulties with yoga is it exposes the weaknesses that weight training doesn't get to. Like you can work out the, you can hide a lot of your weaknesses in weight training because you're working out these like very large muscle groups. But when the instruction is then just to put yourself in a weird position and hold your leg in the air for five, ten minutes... Uh-huh. You're you end up stressing muscles that you don't even use when you're doing weight training. So sure. I f- I feel like it's not in my case of having an overall weak back. It's that this particular position puts stress on a muscle that I just don't ordinarily use out. You know because I'm never in that position. I don't otherwise use. And I yeah. think that's why I have so much difficulty with yoga is because the way I do weight training allows me to hide like these little you know uncommonly used muscles and and not really work them out so i think what that really means is i should be doing a lot more yoga well maybe i mean like you know for me i I agree with you 100 i feel like i've worked out in in a couple different ways over the years and it's been overall good and i feel like that I, i have pretty good muscle tone overall in most areas but ddp yoga almost every move there is a a focus and a pressure on the lower back, I mean, he's all about lengthening your spine. And I think it is potentially helpful for people that do have lower back injuries. But in my case, I, I started to get the sense after two months of, like you said, I'm on, like, I've never really used those muscles in that, in that way. And now I'm hitting it every other day. And like, I'm putting pretty much all my weight centered around that lower back. And you're not in a high, it's kind of hard to describe. It's not like you're doing like a deadlift or something and you're not putting right. your full and weight. And I don't, different... I don't find the positions difficult to get into. Yeah. Like these no, aren't pretzels. No, so no, no, with DDP yoga, it's, it's, you're getting your body into this kind of easy to access position, but then it's the holding no. it there that makes it difficult. Yeah. And so for me, uh, I noticed a lot of strain on my lower back, whereas any other workout I've ever done throughout, even since I was like a teenager, I've never had that kind of strain and soreness in my lower back. And it's one of those things where you have to kind of you have to kind of weigh out and say, is this am I doing this too much? Is this to a fault? And I think for me, if I were going to if I were going to go back to DDP yoga, I would uh, do the same difficulty level that I was potentially doing, but I would uh, decrease the frequency. I think that I was mm. doing it too much. And I think where something like P90X and maybe other workouts are, are a little bit better or more recommended. Yeah, P90X has you do it once a week, I think. Yeah, you, you're doing you're you're hitting different muscles uh, more evenly, whereas DDP yoga, again, super helpful, easy to get into, but most of those moves, when you combine them and based on like how the workouts come out, almost every time you're going to come out of that and say, "My lower back got a lot of work on this one." Um, so. Yeah, you, I, I think I think it's too much. Um, that's what happened to me. I feel like my lower back is, is probably strongest it's ever been, but but I think I got to the point where I was injuring it more than I was strengthening it um, right. after, after too much wear and tear. But uh, but yeah, you know, I think there piece there would probably be plenty of people would be like, no way, this feels great. What are you talking about? But I remember I'm built like the Grinch, and you're like a 
you know, we I'm basically Mr. Potato Head. I'm all head. <laughs> I'm just a large potato shaped head with a tiny leg coming off. It's called it, a cephalothorax. Exactly. I, I, I thought that uh, I thought that uh, Alex had had received a diamond cutter over there. And was yeah, Alex, the Alex uh, checked out there for a second. I, I, well, I was letting y'all cook over. Y'all was y'all was just going. I thought you were ha- like being hauled off in an ambulance, and now you're taking the the neck wrap off and coming back to the ring suddenly. He's also apparently uh, talking to us from space. What? Why? <laughs> your uh, your mic got real hot and and it's it's like there's a real tin cup kind of a sound <laughs> to it. And I'm not talking Kevin Costner. Uh, Houston, this is uh, we got a four on four. Yeah, that's what you sound like, dude. It's really. It must have my mic must have shifted on the cord or something. Is it any better at this point? Uh, yes, yeah, so it's much better. Use, why can't you use a good mic like everyone else? Uh, because I'm at my phone and <laughs> because I'm at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a funeral. Project the nope. snake. And... I'm using my wireless headset for the snake using... of Jake the Snake. <laughs> it's a very long, thin coffin. <laughs> They they're playing like uh instead of like seven shots from rifles, they like squeeze seven pumps of venom into his into his coffin. Oh yes. Okay, that's dumb. Uh, anyway, yeah, DDP yoga. I would say uh, I would say it's worth trying though. If someone said to themselves like, "Hey, I'm out of shape, or I just need something consistent that is an easy uh, easy point of entry. It's not too expensive." And his app, I mean, his app is a little bit hard to manage. It's not the best piece of software I've ever seen, but it actually is really cool. Um, how it keeps up with your days. You know, he does like little motivational Mondays and stuff. Like, I actually felt like I got the bang for my buck out of his app. It's like 30 bucks for like three months. I might um, give it a shot, honestly, even though I, I pulled a muscle. Like I said, that yeah. is not DDT, DDT's fault by any yeah. means. Go, uh, go easy on the three. Like, there was plenty of workouts where I kind of skipped some of the three, three-legged three dog parts because what it happens is he brings the leg up and it comes into a lot of crunches. And so you, you just put so much pressure on your core and your lower back more than your other body parts. Like, right. I would I would say like if I'm into a workout that was going into twenty or going into like thirty minutes and he has you do that all of a sudden I would sometimes kind of go easy on that stay in downward dog and then go into his uh, broken table stuff which is which is probably which is where you the, invite your spouse in lift them into the air and break them over <laughs> yes, a table and break them over a table yes but the the broken table stuff for me was probably the most difficult move to get down um, and, and to get endurance for I but did not make that, it that far. That being said, that being said, uh, I would say go lower than intermediate and try to do it maybe three times a week tops. Um, and then I think that you try for like a month and you'll you'll feel better. For me, uh, for me, it, I feel like it's it's a good thing to throw in if you have a regular workout routine. Yeah. It's a good thing to throw in like on Wonderful. your cool down day. Yes, wonderful bonus, and that's that's honestly like online and like looking around on Reddit and different forums. Most of the people that see this and would try it are people that are probably working out anyway. And most of the time, what I read is um, people that like lift weights or something. They say, you know what? I throw it in in my routine, like maybe twice a week, and I just it just makes me feel overall better. I feel like I recover better. But that makes a lot of sense. Also, I think it, it's beneficial, beneficial just as like a mental relaxation exercise. Like if you're someone like me, someone who's really ADD or someone who has a really like like busy mind that can get preoccupied easily, having something like a really low impact physical exercise that doesn't require a lot of concentration, like mm-hmm. it's good to have something that requires just enough concentration that the part of your mind that stays racing can kind of focus 
like you can keep it concentrated on doing this exercise and the rest of your mind can kind of well, relax. And I think I, like, I find I find like, that in particular very beneficial. Yeah. It's like a body concentration that turns off your brain and gets you into the like into the zone and then you're right. you kind of lose your sense of time and that's kind of what the whole like yeah, it sucks whenever it's hot yoga if you're thinking about it, but when you when you are able to push past it and get in that headspace it's like because you were able to get past that one extra hurdle of the temperature you it's like you reach an even greater level of that like mental release and it's that uh how many times I'm, are you going to tell us about this orgasm <laughs> i'm good i'm just telling you it's that it, Jeez, you know it's like it, it the the uh it's it's like the the paradox or or the the conundrum of like mindfulness being actually more like mindlessness, as you put it, whereas, you know, it, and you can, that's why, that's my Instagram handle, that mindful yet mindless is because I look for activities that I can pour into, yet once I get past a certain point, they produce that flow state where you are not right. actively stressing or actively analyzing or actively just I think that's a good way to put it. Data. Yeah. And it's, that it's something that you can you it gets you into that flow state and you can have that the like worrisome part of your mind, the mind that's all the exactly. part that's exactly. always trying to grab the next thing or trying to distract you or trying to worry you about something. Mm. Like you give exactly. it something to grab onto and the rest of you can just kind of that's the way it works for me. Yeah, you and get in the not everyone's brains work the same way, but Yeah, oh I, I, I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um and it's, uh, yeah, it's just about, you know, finding those things. And, you know, yeah, like you said, playing music does that. All those, those types of activities can do that for people. But it's why when I pull out a, gu a guitar to play music, I play probably the same five songs that I have played for the past 10 years because that is what I don't have to think about what I'm playing. My hands just do it and it allows, mm -hmm. it yeah, just, yeah. I just kind of relax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why that's why I really like that the that the, the routine of the class that I go to is always the same because I'm I don't have to look at the instructor I don't have to think about you're used anything. to the yoga farts by that point <laughs> oh yeah like you've smelled those farts before they're not distracting I you know I had always thought that was a cliche and then this last time was the first time Tiffany went with me to yoga class and. It was like the first time that I've been sitting there and like halfway through the class, I get one that is just knocking mm. on the back door. <laughs> Did you go, bro? <laughs> well, it's like literally like a hundred degrees in there. And, you know, the cheeks are just ready and rare and That's let out. Like, yeah, it seems like there's, <laughs> you know, there's you got some sweaty cheeks back there. It's hard to keep those tight. Yeah, meat, you get those meat flaps. Squeaker, prime for a good squeaker right there. Ugh. And um, I, it, and you'll have sometimes where like they'll have these mist. Thing, uh, I guess I guess it's a, some sort of a humidifier, but it's just shooting out smoke or uh from your fog. butthole. Like, no, it's like <laughs> yeah, you it, take shots. It's shooting, out, it's shooting out mist and and, and heat into and humidity into the yeah, room. Yeah, from it's the, the fart from your butt. <laughs> 
But, dude, you open your eyes, like, halfway through the lesson, and it looks like you're in the middle of laser mania, and you can't <laughs> hardly see anybody in front of you. It's, like, so thick and dense in there. And, yeah, it, whenever that happens, the, the the fog is indistinguishable from farts and or body odor, be that male or female. That sounds kind of terrible, but... I get the appeal. It can be. It can be, but it's another element to push past. Well, if you think about it, a lot of the people doing yoga are going to be vegetarians, so of course there's going to be a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's true. That's Have true. you ever had Brussels sprouts? I've had a lot of Brussels sprouts. It's a well, that's why... That's why it's really distinguishable when you have meat sweats and meat farts. It really doesn't go oh, over yeah, well. like there's a big <laughs> difference between a broccoli fart and a beef fart. You gotta you gotta cleanse a little bit before you go, or you'll get some stares. If you have some broccoli farts or 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 beet sweat, (laughs) then uh, (laughs) then nobody 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 even bats an eye. Is it a rapper sweat beet sweats? It is now. It's a rapper little little beet sweats. I'm dropping an album later this week. Um, sweats. Um, I like that you can do yoga anywhere. It doesn't take equipment. That's one of the things. Yeah, that's really good. Um, anyway, that's my last two cents on that. So, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, love, I love doing it, and this last week kind of made me want to get back into it for sure. I think it made Especially, me want to get back into it too. Um, so let's talk about uh, let's next talk about week. next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have two two things. I've already brought one up to you guys in text. Uh, something I would have to get into or research. It's that uh, Netflix show where the Asian, little cute, the cutest Asian woman in history. I don't even. Oh, Marie like, Kondo. I don't even know what the show is, but like I see her and I'm like, I fucking yeah, need to yeah, watch yeah. this. And not in a sexual way or anything. I'm just like, this show could be about anything, and it's gonna be. No, she's an she's an anime character more or less. Yeah. So, uh, but she's Cordy's friends with Totoro. It. I don't know what that yeah. means. I don't know who that is. What? That's what we need to talk about. No, no, don't give me. Okay, this just in. We're watching My Neighbor Totoro for next week's Wizard of Oz. No, 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 no. Let me do my suggestion. That's a great suggestion. I'm glad you brought it up, Kyle. I okay, all right, that's fine. We can do. I don't know what even what you're talking about. My friend Totoro. My neighbor Totoro. He is not your friend. Oh. <laughs> he is your neighbor. Kind of awkward. I think he's your friend, but he's really just your neighbor. He's Marie Kondo's like, friend. Is this like uh, that the the Death Note show? Because it was like a monster or something. No, this is this is uh, a very this is a very sweet oh, anime. Gotcha. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's Marie Kondo's tidying up. Yeah, because Mark's doing that. I know if he was going to join, he could talk to it. My wife uh, has also done a bit of that. Of course, so every like, yeah, yeah, everybody in the world's throwing away all their stuff right now, which is interesting. I feel like the and only then, reason uh, I'm not doing it is I don't have that much stuff to throw away. Yeah, no, something that uh, that has been on my mind a lot this week, and it's it's a thing that I think I'm truly going to, and hopefully, like, I don't sound too weird here. That I'm going to try to apply to my life a little bit more is uh, Pareto's law, the eighty uh, twenty rule. Yep. That. Uh, I mean, I don't know Great if you guys, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys are. You, you seem like you're familiar with it, but it's something that I've been really researching a lot and getting into, and uh, something that's just blowing my mind left and right. I, I have never heard of it. Uh, well, it's like, just it's like it, the freaking it, golden golden ratio. You see it in everything. You so, see it in everything. And it it kept me. It, whenever whenever I started reading it, it kept me up the night that I read it because I was like, oh my god, this applies to everything in my life, and I'm living in a simulation. This yep. is not a universe I live in. I'm in a <laughs> box. Um, because it applies to everything. And, and people use it. It's, it's most popular, Jesse, in business. 
um, used in business, but people have more and more started to kind of use it for lifestyle. And hmm. so for so me, it, it's been about- something I've been, been trying to get into to like apply to my life because I feel like I get really bogged down. Okay. We don't have to talk about it all, but anyway. We could talk about simulation theory next time. We could talk about simulation theory. Uh, The only real suggestion that I have for this week is the Fire Festival. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't haven't watched that, but Courtney was telling me about... uh, There's a documentary that came out? There's there's a Hulu documentary and a Netflix documentary. Okay. I just know about the... I just read about it online. I I haven't watched the documentaries. I just know about it. Yeah, I just just know from history because the internet exploded when it happened. Yeah. I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool with any of these. I think these are all really, really good ideas, but um, you guys pick one. I'll watch the anime cartoon if that's a real thing you want me to do. And I, I actually would like to watch it. Yeah, we don't have to make that a topic, but do watch my friend Totoro, my neighbor Totoro. You'll you'll really enjoy it, and uh, Courtney will probably like it too. All right, she's probably already seen it, but it's yeah, a very cute movie. All right, um, what are we gonna do? What's next week? You want to condo it? Condo. Sure. I don't know what that means? Marie Kondo. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm sorry, I didn't know her name. I just know the cute Japanese girl. Yeah, sure. Because I feel like the Marie Kondo method became really popular within the past couple of weeks, but I've actually known about it for a couple of years because of some other reasons. So we can talk about that next week. Yeah, I think I just practiced it and I didn't know what it was um, to an extent. Because Courtney and I every year go through and like clean things out and get rid of things. So I feel like. There's actually a method to the madness um, right. now with that show. But okay, so yeah, sounds next good. week we will be talking about Marie Kondo's tidying up. Uh, all is, right. This is Jesse Backstrom. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening on behalf of all the wizards to Wizard Opinions. Uh, and we're going to shut this podcast down because it does not spark joy. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.